Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. Oregon's down by 12. They're on a 45-yard line with no timeouts. Oregon's got an all-American field goal kicker. Why didn't somebody tell me? Bet with an edge. He'd find out the kind of inside stuff nobody else knew, and that's what he put his money on. He even figured out the different bounce you got off the different kinds of wood they used on college basketball courts, you know? Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. A friend of mine is very smart, said I've been very lucky with gambling. I've never won. I am broadcasting live from the Score Hyundai Studios, presented by your local Hyundai dealers. It's early odds with Joe Ostrowski. This feels like home. Back in our usual Saturday, 8 a.m. time slot after hanging out on Friday nights over the last month. So this feels comfortable. You know what else feels comfortable? The sports calendar and everything going on on our path back to normalcy. Didn't realize how much the rhythm of sports year-round really matters to me. It was strange having the Masters in November with an easy track and Dustin Johnson going 20 under par. That ain't happening this year, right? It's normal with spring around the corner and the azaleas are blooming and we're enjoying four days of the Masters. Baseball's here every day. Sometimes it's cold. Sometimes the games are called. Sometimes you're just sitting there daydreaming about the summer days in our future. And we're also a few weeks away from the Kentucky Derby, just like we should be. Jim Miller will be here later on this hour. He's going to give us an in-depth breakdown so you guys are ahead of all your buddies. You have all the intel a few weeks out, and maybe you can get much better odds. We'll talk to Jim about that. Sports betting in Illinois took a turn last week. We'll discuss how it impacts you with a special guest, and we'll get to betting the NFL draft in a few minutes. This is Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. I'm on Twitter at Joe0670, at Joe0670. Before all that, let's take a look at today's MLB card involving the two local clubs course this is your home of the cubs you will catch that cubs pirates game tonight from beautiful pnc park cubs at pirates trevor williams going up against his old club five years in pittsburgh so he's going against his uh, former team for the first time impressive in his first outing as a cub against milwaukee six innings of work at 10 ground ball outs two runs 
two hits allowed. Would not mind a repeat of that. On the Pittsburgh side, JT Brubaker on the bump. Now, what's intriguing here is that Brubaker only has 10 career starts. Three of 10 against the Northsiders. Numbers have been impressive, okay? A 1-9-0 FIP, a 29% strikeout rate, and the Cubs in those three starts, the offense is hitting only 222 against him. Uh, his first outing of the season, going against the Cincinnati Reds, uh, four innings, one run on three hits. So that's an interesting uh, pitching matchup. You have Brute Baker, but he's had some success against the Cubs, and Trevor Williams going against his old ball club. Over at 35th and Shields, White Sox hosting the Royals. Dylan Cease on the bump. Threes were wild last time out against the Angels. Three strikeouts, three walks, three runs allowed, and four and two-thirds. Now for Kansas City. Sound the alarm every time there's a southpaw going against the White Sox. Because I'm sure like many of you, you've been betting on the White Sox when they go against the lefty. Well, we've got a lefty going today for KC. His name is Mike Miner. Kansas City hoping they can tap into the Mike Miner that we saw in 2019 with Texas. Really strong season, um, so we'll see. But listen, White Sox against a lefty. It happened last year. It's carried over into this season. You just bet on the Sox. Every metric you want to look at, whether they are standard or advanced, the Sox dominate. They're first or second across the board. So even though the lineup is missing a couple of key components at the early stage of the season, uh, the White Sox are still a team that you want to take a look at anytime they're going against the lefty, and that is happening today. Let's take a quick left turn over to football. It's not going to be about Roger Goodell's basement this year, but the NFL draft is just 19 days away. 19 days away. And one thing a lot of people learned was, oh, I can bet on the NFL draft. It's really fun to bet on the NFL draft. Yeah, that happened a year ago because it was the only game in town. We didn't have sporting events at the time. So I want to share some information here because uh, if you've waited so far, now would be a good time to get involved in betting the NFL draft if you plan on doing so. I want to rewind to the other day on my show BetQL Daily. It airs live weekdays. 9 a.m. to noon on the Odyssey app. Also, the video stream, catch that live, 9 a.m. to noon on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. Or just subscribe to the podcast. That's the easy way. Follow us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. Talk to NFL pro better Anthony Amico. He's been studying all of the information out there about the NFL draft. And sure, some of it is misinformation, but he's been taking it all in, and he's been betting into these draft markets. So pay close attention to what Amico has to say. I started off the conversation with him by talking about the top three. Are we set with the top three with almost three weeks to go? Number one, quarterback Trevor Lawrence to Jacksonville. Number two, quarterback Zach Wilson to the New York Jets. And number three, quarterback Mac Jones to San Francisco. Here's Amico's response. Feeling pretty good about it right now. Uh, it seems like the Mac Jones thing right now is uh, pretty Zach Wilson-ish from where we were maybe a month ago in terms of the information. I mean, uh, Adam Schefter, uh, Daniel Jeremiah, like two of the best, they're all over Mac Jones. Uh, and the market's moved all the way to about minus 200. 
or higher in a bunch of books. Uh, so it feels like everything is kind of leaning that way towards Mac Jones. Obviously, Lawrence and Wilson, we know, are locked in one and two. Uh, so it seems like Jones is uh, looking more and more certain by the day to be there, the guy at three. Atlanta picks fourth. If you're the Falcons, are you drafting a quarterback, using the pick on a different position, or trying to trade the pick? And does that differ from how you project this playing out? Yeah, I mean, I think if it were me, I'd probably be looking to trade the pick. Uh, they still have a few good years that they can get out of Matt Ryan. Uh, the offense has been pretty productive. I think they probably just need to shore up on defense, and they could get back to being maybe a contender. I think with a new coach, that's probably the direction that they'd like to go. I'm not 100% positive what they'll do. I mean, right now it seems like that's kind of the battle. The coaching staff supposedly wants to, uh, you know, draft or trade back one of the top skill players, presumably Kyle Pitts, uh, and some of the guys in the front office are considering. Uh, maybe just taking their quarterback of the future, uh, supposedly Trey Lance at four. So I think that's kind of where we're at right now. Uh, I'm still in on Pitts going to Atlanta. Uh, I think that you can get a pretty good odds on that around the industry. I think he's their pick there if they stay at four, uh, if they don't take a quarterback. And if they look, if they move back, uh, you know, they could still end up with Pitts or one of the premier defensive players, maybe a corner, uh, Patrick Sertan, uh, one of those guys. Anthony, um, it's funny. I talked to some people, and they bet the NFL draft a lot, and it is one of their biggest money makers of the year. Is that the case for you? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that these markets are some of the best to exploit. Really heavily news-based, really not super liquid when the numbers first come out. So if you're keeping in tune with the information, uh, you know, following the guys like Schefter, Jeremiah, following a bunch of the top mock draft experts, uh, you can kind of be ahead of the curve. And, and when these numbers come out, you know, you can attack them before they move. You know, I think, you know, whether it's the NFL draft, the NBA draft, usually a great opportunity to pick up a ton of closing line value. And, you know, as you guys know, like, that's the best way to, to remain a profitable better. So what, what are the bets you typically do the best on? Is it over-unders? Is it first guy? at a certain position? Is it team bets? What are the ones that you've been most profitable on? Uh, for me, it's probably the over-unders and any like the team-related stuff that you can get at like plus 200 or shorter. Pretty much early on, I, I just don't think that people are willing to pay for things that are maybe a little more certain. You know, maybe um, I want to say two or three weeks ago, you know, Zach Wilson being the number two pick was only minus 250, minus 260 at a bunch of books. Those are odds that maybe people don't want to necessarily lay. But you look now, you know, it's minus 1,000, minus 1,200. Like, uh, that's pretty much a done deal. So, you know, taking those over-unders, taking those team or overall bets that uh, have a little more certainty early, I think that those are, are picks that typically pay off. Anthony, I don't know if a lot of people expected Ruggs to go number 12 and be the first wide receiver selected last year in the draft. Uh, any value that you see – I'm looking at points bet, and obviously Jamar Chase is the favorite to go uh, first, first wide receiver taken in this draft, minus 400. Any value that you see maybe with a guy like Jalen Waddle, five to one odds on him? You know, uh, Waddle is actually someone that I have a ticket on right now, but it's at 10 to one. Uh, he was someone that I was looking at maybe a couple weeks ago as a potential value. I'm not sure at five to one it's as uh, as enticing, but he would probably be the guy that I would say has – is the, is the only one that really think has a shot to go over Chase. I mean, Devontae Smith seems to be falling back a little bit more. And uh, certainly it seems like Waddle with his top end speed 
is the kind of guy that NFL scouts maybe can convince themselves is better than Chase. Yeah, when it comes to these skilled position players, it's all about preference and, you know, fit. Any value you see maybe at the running back position, first running back taken, maybe somebody that people are sleeping on, or even, uh, you know, obviously Kyle Pitts most likely going to be the first tight end taken, so I don't think a whole lot of value there. But any other skill position players you could see going first maybe that people aren't talking about? Yeah, I mean, at running back, Travis Etienne and Javante Williams both are decent values, plus 225 and plus 400 respectively. Now the market, if you're looking at points back, has moved really heavily in the favor of Najee Harris. But as we've seen, you know, especially last year with these running back markets, you know, teams aren't prioritizing running back as much in the first round. You guys are falling. Uh, teams are often taking players that uh, kind of just fit what they do, right? I mean, Clyde edwards Hilaire maybe wasn't the best running back in last year's draft, but he was the best running back for what the Chiefs wanted to do. And they were the only team willing to take a shot on a running back in round one. So, you know, uh, not a great running back class overall. I think especially, uh, you know, this year we're talking about maybe no running backs at all go in the first round. And I think especially once you get into day two, uh, that just adds like a lot more variance into the outcome. So uh, I, I have a Jonathan Williams ticket at plus 650. I think if you can find them at plus 500 or longer anywhere, that's still a good value. Uh, and plus 225 on FDN also seems pretty good. With NFL pro better Anthony Amico. And speaking of uh, some of the different positions, how about uh, quarterback? The over-under is set at five and a half, and you could find a juicy number at over five and a half, plus 350 at some spots. We know five are going and possibly in the top 10. Can we come up with a crazy storyline of maybe someone trading into the first round to take a quarterback? Is there any six quarterback that could possibly go in the first 32? Yeah, so this is kind of like the storyline that, that we deal with every year, right? Like who's going to trade back into the end of the first round, get the extra year of, uh, you know, maybe they're a quarterback of the future. I, I don't really think that there's a guy like that in this draft. I mean, Kellen Mond is maybe the sixth best quarterback. Uh, but I don't see anybody trading back at the end of the first round. You know, Kyle Trask, none of these guys really seem to have kind of like that it factor. I think we have a really great quarterback class at the top, like you said, five guys in the top ten potentially. Uh, but I don't really think we're going to see anybody else come off the board until day two. You know, Anthony, it's interesting. I mean, I guess we can say this for everything, but especially for the NFL draft, how important is it to shop around? Because I was telling the guys earlier, I like Rashawn Slater to be the first offensive lineman to go. At points bet, he's plus 350. I just got an email, and another book has him at plus 500. It's a big difference. Yeah, it's a huge difference, and, and I think you definitely have to shop around on these prices. I mean, this is a way different market than, you know, betting sides where it's like, you know, maybe at points bet you can get someone minus five, and at DraftKings or some other sports book it's like minus five and a half or minus four and a half, like half, you know, half point moves. You know, you're talking about big differences in odds here going from plus 350 to plus 500, something like that. So I'm fortunate enough to live in New Jersey where pretty much everything is legal. Uh, so I have access to all these books, and you definitely want to make sure that you shop around and get the best price. Anthony, as a uh, Packers fan, can you promise that they don't move up in the draft to draft uh, Trey Lance to back up Jordan Love in four years? <laughs> I, would, I think I would pretty much believe anything the Packers do except draft a receiver. That's like the one thing they, they seem pretty determined to not do. Exactly. So that's why I wanted to ask, like looking at the DBs, who do you think, in your opinion, is the best defense defensive back in this draft? Not who's going to go first, but who do you think is going to be the best? I mean, it's hard to go against Patrick Sertan. It's pretty interesting. Like, him and J.C. Horn both have, like, NFL bloodlines. 
Uh, but Sertan, you know, second generation corner. Yeah. Uh, hard to hard to really feel bad about that. Anthony, do you have a favorite over under on any specific player that is uh, widely available right now? Yeah, so that's a good question. The over unders have moved a bunch. Uh, I would say the one that I probably like the best right now is on DraftKings, Micah Parsons, over ten and a half. Uh, that's been one that's been moving uh, since they posted. I want to say yesterday or two days ago. But, you know, we mentioned before, five quarterbacks probably are maybe going inside the top ten. Uh, we assume guys like Pitts, uh, Penai Sewell, you know, maybe one of those other Alabama receivers, uh, and obviously Jamar Chase. Like, those guys are going to be in the top ten probably as well. So not a ton of room for a linebacker. Uh, Parsons is someone that has a couple issues off the field, you know, maybe something that drops him down in the draft. Uh, and I think Denver really is, like, the biggest threat to take him inside of the top ten and, I would imagine they're going to be pretty hot for a quarterback as well. So I like Parsons over 10 and a half. There's your NFL draft tease and how you can plan on betting it. You can start doing it right now if you'd like. That was NFL pro better Anthony Amico with me on BetQL Daily. Catch it weekdays 9 a.m. to noon on the Odyssey app. Odyssey Sports YouTube page. That's all live. Or simply subscribe to the BetQL Daily podcast. What are the odds for Illinois and Loyola? to take next year's natty and some bad news for sports betting in the state good old governor pritzker at it again we'll do that next this is early odds with joe ostrowski saturday mornings eight to nine on 670 the score and the odyssey app call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
The Score listener line is open 24-7, 365, and powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. This is Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski, Saturdays 8 to 9 a.m. on Sports Radio 670. The Score, you can always hit me up on Twitter, at Joe0670, at Joe0670. We'll get to the Illinois sports betting info that you need to know in uh, just a few minutes. But first, we spent all that time on College Hoops, so uh, let's take a quick look at what's to come. Uh, college basketball season now in the rearview mirror, but there's always an event around the corner. Now, even if we want to wait nearly 365 days, and they don't waste any time, there are numbers available for next year's national championship. First off, a disappointing close to the season for the Illini. Only team in the top five of Ken Palm's rankings to miss the final four. Yup, the Illini were that club. They will now likely lose Io DeSumo and Kofi Coburn. Some have Illinois in their early, early rankings falling all the way near the bottom of the top 25. What about Loyola after losing head coach Porter Mosier? Well, let's see what the odds tell us. Checking in over at PointsBet, the favorite to win the title next year was the title game loser. Gonzaga is an 8-1 to favorite. Michigan Wolverines, your second favorite at 9-1. to Baylor checks in at 12-1. to You can find Illinois at 20-1. to By the way, at the Superbook out in Las Vegas, for instance, they're 30-1. to So if you're out in Vegas, you go to Superbook, you go Circa, maybe you can find a better number out there. Uh, Loyola at points bet is 300-1. to And I saw some books out in Vegas. If you're feeling really, really frisky, or maybe you want to donate some money, you can bet on the DePaul Blue Demons with their new head coach at 1,000 to 1 to win the title. Early odds with Joe Ostrowski on Sports Radio 670. The score. Let's head out to the El Pamonte Nissan Hotline, El Pamonte Nissan in Melrose Park on North Avenue or apnissan.com. Friend of the show is here, Jeremy Kudon at Jay Kudon on Twitter. He's the founder and chair of Oryx Public Policy Group. What you care about is uh, he's worked extensively with DraftKings and Fandle, getting them into the Illinois market. Also works with BetGM, maybe in the Illinois market very soon. How are you doing, Jeremy? I'm doing just great. How are you doing, Jeff? Doing fantastic. I appreciate you coming on. Well, you know all about the Friday news dump. I know all about the Friday news dump. It's usually involving sports, but uh, we saw it with the lawmakers here in Illinois last Friday. Can you explain to the early odds audience what Governor Pritzker decided last Friday? Well, Governor Pritzker decided after eight months, Governor Pritzker had an executive order that started in, he had one in July that um, suspended a part of the sports betting law from 2019, which requires patrons or customers to sign up at casinos to have mobile accounts Uh, He suspended that rule because of COVID-19 and the pandemic for almost eight months beginning in August. And I remember we had our first call about that Mm -hmm. uh, when that happened. Uh, And Friday, unfortunately and surprisingly, he uh, decided not to renew that executive order, which means that the law goes back into effect. And if you have not already signed up for a mobile sports betting account, you now need to go to a casino to sign up for the account of the website or the platform that they have. 
So if you want to sign up for DraftKings right now, unfortunately, I hope you live near uh, St. Louis uh, because that's where you're going to need to go to sign up for DraftKings. Now, Jeremy, we knew this day was coming because it was a, a poor law that was passed. But the timing is quite suspect as the governor is preaching safety to everyone in the state of Illinois and continue to wear your mask. Now they're saying, hey, by the way, if you want a sports betting account, you're going to have to go inside to a casino where I'm sure many people don't want to go right now. Just like you, Joe, I know there's a time there's going to be a time and a place when we're going to want to go to casinos, when people on that are listening right now are going to want to go to casinos. And I encourage them to go to the state's casinos. Uh, there will be more of them at some point. But right now, I think that, as Dr. Fauci said, it's just too soon to let our guard down. I think we're hearing Governor Pritzker say that. We're hearing the mayor say that. And so it does seem odd and, and again, disappointing and somewhat you know conflicting <laughs> mm-hmm. to say, hey, now if you want to sign up for a sports betting account, you need to go to a casino. So, yes, that is, that is definitely at odds with the message that that people in the state are hearing on a daily basis. On this show, I I preach to people and longtime betters understand this. Get the best of the number. Look at all your options. And you'll talk to some of these sports books if they're being honest with you. Like, hey, we'd love you to use us, but shop around, especially with futures. You can get the best World Series odds at one book and maybe it's not available somewhere else. And now that day has come to an end, it feels like, unless you want to drive all over the state in the coming months, that's the big issue with me, that we've got a few books, one that you work with, lined up to enter the Illinois market. What is the upside for buying a sports betting license in the state of Illinois right now? That's what I'm wondering. I mean, candidly, I don't think that there's any upside. I think in today's world, I mean, many of us have said this for years, I'm not driving down the street you know, if I don't need to, I mean, I'm lazy enough that I'll order my, you know, groceries, um, even though it's not that far away to get them, you know, like I'm not getting the car for things I don't need to. And then I'll just say, do I really need to eat? I'll just, I'll just order from a restaurant. I'd I'd rather do that. I think that's the same with sports betting. Like that does mean if you, and I don't know if any casino is close enough for people who haven't already signed up to say, okay, I'm going to go do this. You know, what is easy to do still is to go on to an illegal offshore sports book, you know, that's completely at odds with the whole purpose of having this law in the first place. We should make this as easy as possible. This was never about giving the sports books, uh, I'm sorry, giving the casinos more foot traffic. This was always about, you know, eliminating the illegal market. Absolutely. Early odds with Joe Ostrowski. My guest, Jeremy Crudon, uh, represents DraftKings, FanDuel, BetMGM as well. They are expected to enter the Illinois market. Uh, Jeremy, I just want to scream when I hear the narrative that people are running with just, you know, average sports bettors. Well, if you bet on sports, you already have all these apps, points, bet, DraftKings, FanDuel, BetRivers. You, you have them also. What's the big deal, Joe? Like, no, you're missing the point. Do you look at the New Jersey numbers from month to month? What is happening in Pennsylvania? Uh, the lawmakers here are going to be bragging about the Illinois numbers that finally come out over the next couple of months. But the actions that they are taking are going to be hurting those numbers uh, once the, they're finally all reported months down the road. That's absolutely right. I mean, so we've learned the history of New Jersey is that in 2018, the numbers are, we've gone four, three to four X of what the numbers were in 2018. And that's driven not just by the fact that people are betting more than they were, 
but by the fact that we've signed up a lot more customers. I mean, all the apps have signed up more customers. So there are people that will, it could take a year, it could take two years till they start to say, oh, you know what? I want to do this. Um, this is a huge weekend. It's the master's. During the eight months of this pandemic, we had a master's. It wasn't the same master's, obviously, as this master's. This could have been a moment where people who are like, you know, the one thing I love to bet on is the master's in April, you know, at Augusta. And, oh, I'm going to sign up for these apps that I see on TV all day. And then they're going to learn that they have to go to some casino in the middle of the state <laughs> um, to actually do so. It's a loss for the state. That's lost tax revenue for the state. That's a lost positive experience for a constituent, for some representative or for the governor. And it's just a shame. It's, it's, it's completely unnecessary. It's at odds with most other states right now. And it's just strange for Illinois to be, I know people always will say, oh, well, Illinois is behind everything. It's not really, and it shouldn't be on this. Well, they were on the path to being number two or three uh, highest handle in the country, right? And I, yes. now I wonder if we're even going to get there. Not at this rate. Not at this rate, not unless people who are listening actually reach out to their legislators or call the governor, I mean, or email the governor and say, you've got to change this law. And, and it's something that seems so simple. And I was going to say this on Twitter for all those people on Twitter that like that are adding you and saying, we got to change it. Just go one extra step. Go look up who your representative is or your state senator. It's a good civic task. It'll take you a minute. And then they'll have like a link on their bio and you can just click it. And, and just say, I really want to get rid of this in-person signup. And that's all that it takes. And it will create a wonderful market. Because here's what's going to also the downside of this. Mobile operators, when they see that there's no way to grow their business in the state, they are going to stop investing in the state. They're going to stop doing promotional discounts like they're doing right now. Because it's not a state they're focused on. They're going to start focusing on New York. They're going to focus on other new states or states like Tennessee that don't have these limitations. So it's not just the new apps that you won't be able to use the apps like BetMGM Bet or you know Barstool that I'm sure people want to use and, and they only got a few weeks to even sign up for it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's really about all of the apps, all of the operators are going to focus their attention to states that don't have these kind of antiquated and unnecessary restrictions. Jeremy, I'm glad you brought up the New Jersey market a moment ago because when I complain about the law that we have where we cannot bet on sporting events involving Illinois collegiate teams, there are a small percentage of people that clap back and say, well, Joe, it's the same thing in New Jersey. The New Jersey market is so great. You can't bet on Rutgers. Well, I think it's a bit of a difference when we're talking about 13 schools in Illinois. This past college football team, we had an Illinois team participating in the conference championship game, in the Big Ten championship game. And we had a highly ranked Illinois team up there playing all year, big games in conference. And by the way, you couldn't bet on the Big Ten title game and you couldn't bet on Illinois against Loyola in the NCAA tournament. And that was a shame of all. I think that I would clap back at them and say, well, you know, New Jersey just passed something that will put on their ballot in November the opportunity to eliminate uh, that aspect of the law uh, regarding the colleges. So New Jersey is going to address that. I think every state, I thought about you guys um, when that game was taking place, the Illinois uh, Loyola game, because I, I just, it, it, it's funny. Every state I hear this debate about, well, what should we do about colleges? And we should limit the in-state colleges because that sounds like such a great idea when you're in the legislature and there's you're just trying to solve problems. But then in reality, every state that I know of that's done this just regrets it so much 
when people are like looking to place wagers, people were making wagers on that game. Let's not kid ourselves. Mm-hmm. And you know what? What was their option? They just go back to the illegal sites, or they use a bookie. You know, and and that was completely against the purpose of the uh, of the law. I mean, I think that we have to look at the real competition here, which is still the illegal market. We have to eliminate it. We have to cut off the oxygen. And by to cut off the oxygen, you have to emulate it and offer the same type of wagers. And so I'm hoping, I know that, that Representative Zaleski has a bill that will address the colleges, but you know that bill is not going to get taken up unless there's some kind of comprehensive cleanup that hopefully will include on-site and that I would argue, and this might be less popular, should lower the age limit from 21 to 18. Jeremy, why do people still think the fix is in? Are they aware that in the legal market, it is very, very challenging to bet even four figures on a game? <laughs> we want a sustained market. This is in DraftKings and FanDuel and what attracted me, me to them in the first place. I'm not a gaming person. I, I have a practice that focuses on every issue, you know, on multiple different industries. What I always found so um, so appealing about FanDuel and DraftKings was that they view this as a form of entertainment. And so if you view something as a form of entertainment, your goal is to keep people happy and keep them in the market, keep them using your app. So you're absolutely right. There's no fix here. I mean, these companies are losing tons of money. They're giving away money so that you use their apps and that you enjoy this this entertainment. And and I've got to tell you, like their goal is not for you to get on there or for your your you know children. I'll hear that too. That's not the goal at all. The goal is to have just a safe, fun environment where you're going to enjoy games a little bit more than you may have, um, especially with with things like in-game wagering. What do you think goes away first, in-person registration in Illinois or the the ban on sporting events involving Illinois teams? That's an excellent question. You uh, want both. I, I know we all want both. I want both. <laughs> and, and, and sometimes this is like where I get wonky and I put on my, you know, legislative, my strategy hat. And I say to you, well, I know that there is one in, you know, entity in the state that's very powerful that is opposed to in-person sign up. I don't think anyone in the state other than the universities at this point, and, and I'm not even sure how much they're opposed to it. I'm sure they all say that to me on Twitter now. Um, <laughs> but I, the entity that, that's opposed to in-person sign-up is far more powerful than, any, than, in, than the colleges when it comes to Springfield. And so it's going to be harder, but I'm hoping that reasonable minds will come together and that we'll agree that Illinois needs the money, always needs the money. This is money that can always, we always can use this money for something that's good, whether it's repairing roads, you know, mm-hmm. giving more work to union jobs, to any, you know, there's a hundred different things we can do with this money. Um, I think I said laptops last time. And so I'm hoping that the revenue argument will win out. And I'm hoping that people will be listening to this and they're going to make the difference because you guys make the difference far more than the lobbyists do. Uh, it's a little known fact. Jeremy Kudon at Jay Kudon on Twitter, founder and chair of Oryx Public Policy Group, works with DraftKings and FanDuel. Jeremy, thank you so much for your perspective here on Early Odds. My pleasure. And, and BetMGM. And when they come, please sign up for them as well. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks, Jeremy. Frustrated? I get it. Believe me, I get it. As I mentioned last week, the lawmakers in this state just can't get out of their own way. They can do the right thing and generate many more tax dollars for a broke state and have a higher sports betting handle than Nevada? Nevada? But no. You know as well as I do. 
That isn't how it works in our state. <laughs> Lovely, ain't it? Well, back to the sports. Did you realize that the run for the roses is only three weeks away? Sounds like a long time from now. But if you want the best odds, the time to bet it might be now. Hawthorne's Jim Miller hangs out next to tell you about some horses with numbers that will shrink. Keep it here. This is Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski on 670 The Score and the Odyssey app. Hey, Joe Ostrowski here. It is Early Odds. We're back on Saturday mornings for good, 8 to 9 a.m. every single Saturday. Sports bettors, are you ready? Download the PointsBet app now and use our code WSCR to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. When you bet with PointsBet, you get faster bets, faster withdrawals, and faster rewards at your fingertips. Download the app now to experience this premium sports book for yourself. And don't forget to sign up with our code WSCR to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. So, are you ready? Ready to head out to Jim Miller over from Hawthorne Racecourse. Our guy Jim joins us on the Alpamonte Nissan Hotline. Alpamonte Nissan in Melrose Park on North Avenue or APNissan.com. Jim, I was talking about it a little bit earlier. It's just a beautiful thing. We had madness going on in March. So we finished the entire college basketball season. Opening day occurs on April 1. MLB back in our lives every single day. The Masters is halfway through now. We're sitting here on day number three, and we are three weeks away from the 147th running of the Kentucky Derby on Saturday, May 1st. I love it that the sports schedule is back on track. And, and it's nice that it's back on track, Joe, because everything got so stacked up when sports kind of returned in the fall. You had the Derby later in the year. You had the Masters later in the year. To get to that more traditional schedule, it, ju- it just seems right, which is a beautiful thing. And, and you're right. The Masters is an awesome tournament. The course was playing tough early on, too. So I'm going to be really curious to see kind of how things just kind of happen and, and, and go with moving day there and how they finish up at the Masters. There's been some really kind of weird starts to the MLB season. You see Baltimore going out and they sweep the Red Sox early on. Sox off to a little bit of a clunker of a start, but I think they're going to be okay. And then, like you said, three weeks away from Derby Day, and this could be the most wide-open Derby we've seen in, in 20, 25 years. We all know the guys that are are racing on that Saturday in May, just like looking for a pick. I don't know what to do. So I think right now is a good time to lay out some groundwork for people, right? Lay out a bit of a primer to help people out, to give them an idea of what they should do and if there's any value on the board. So let's take a bit of a deeper dive. You join us on Early Odds every single week, and we usually uh, talk about the preps races that are going on in each given Saturday. And when you look at the schedule of the Kentucky Derby preps races, I mean, we go all the way back to September when this starts. So let's try to refine this a little bit. Which preps races matter the most for this season? Well, here's the thing. The prep races that really matter the most are the most recent races. And the only reason I say it is this. You talk about those future odds wagers and At that point, you're betting a horse not only to win the Derby, you're betting a horse just to make it into the start of the Kentucky Derby. And that's what we're starting to run into now. You have a horse like Greatest Honor, who I liked a lot, who is now on the sidelines and injured. You had a horse by the name of Life is Good, who raced great in California, but is now injured and off the Derby trail. A horse by the name of Rebels Romance, they're saying we need to give this horse a little more time to develop. 
they're off the derby trail. So you have to look at the most recent starts. And you look at races like the Bluegrass and the Florida Derby and the Santa Anita Derby and the Wood Memorial and today's Arkansas Derby and see if you can find horses that ran well. Now, they don't necessarily have to have won those races because we've had some upsets. We just had a 72 to one shot win the Wood last week. But you want to find horses that are coming into the Kentucky Derby in good form. And right now, if you can find those horses and get kind of those fixed odds now, you might catch something a little bit better than the price you're going to see on Derby Day because then you're looking into, okay, what post position did I get? Who's in? Who's out? That kind of stuff. So now may be the time to look at some of these horses who maybe even ran second or third in some of these big races and could kind of jump up a little bit on Derby Day. Okay, a couple things, Jim. Uh, you've been around this racket for a while. The betters that know what they're doing when it comes to the Derby, when do they start to place their wagers? You, you know what? Some of them will place their wagers a, as early as, say, two, three months out. They don't want to place it too much earlier than that because they don't want to burn money. But even when you're placing it that far out, you're usually not putting a huge amount of money down. But right now is about that time when they're really starting to put that money down because you have a really good idea on who's going to be in the starting gate on Derby Day. Now, we do have two more prep races today. So those horses that are kind of right around the bottom there, around that 40-point marker below, they may or may not get into the race. So those are those horses where if you can handicap today's race as well and know that one of those horses could be in the starting gate, you're going to get better odds right now because there's still that question mark about those horses that may or may not get into the gate for the Derby. But when I talk about that, you look like a, at a horse like Dynamic One who finished second in the Wood Memorial. That's a horse that could be a factor in the Kentucky Derby. Soup and Sandwich was a horse that finished second in the Florida Derby. Another horse that could be a factor in the Kentucky Derby. These are horses that only have 40 points right now. So because there's still that question mark of whether or not they're going to get in the gate, you're going to get a little bit better value if you look at a horse like that right now. We've got a lot of new bettors listening, and yep. they haven't bet the Derby before that first Saturday in May. So what are they looking for so they they know 100% they have their fixed odds set and it's not going to adjust? Yeah, what, what you're looking for right now is any of those Derby future pools that you see out right now. When you place that bet, those are the odds you're getting on your horse right now. So you may see some weird odds. You may see 35 to 1. 40 to one, that kind of stuff on these horses, because there is those unknowns. What you want to look for though, is make sure you have a horse that is going to get into the gate for the Kentucky Derby, because there's going to be options out there for horses that could still be a fringe horse that may not get in. So the best way to find out who's in the top 20 right now is there's a website for the Kentucky Derby. It's kyderby.com. And right there, it's going to list the top horses for the point totals. The top 20 have the first shot at getting into the starting gate. So look to those first, kind of use that as a guide moving forward. And, and you don't need to put a whole lot of money, put a few bucks on it now, and then see what happens. If your horse is in the gate on Derby day, you don't have to bet any further. But if that horse isn't in the gate, then you can kind of adjust on Derby Day. But that's kind of your best guide right now if you wanted to wager today. Gotcha. Very useful information. KYDerby.com. This is Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski, Sports Radio 670. The score, our guest, Jim Miller from Hawthorne Racecourse. We're talking about the Derby because it's just three Saturdays away. So uh, we want to get you guys set. And we might lose some numbers with these preps races going on today. Uh, so I saw some people on Twitter uh, tweeting about Rock Your World. 
a horse that you could find just a couple of weeks ago at 60 to one. That number has been slashed. Uh, What do you think about rock your world? You talked about dynamic (laughs) one soup and sandwich. Any others that you want to mention? Well, first off with rock your world, the reason that horse was 60 to one a few weeks ago was that was a horse that had always run only on the turf. Now, all of a sudden this horse shows up on the dirt in the Santa Anita Derby, not only takes to the dirt, kind of runs its eyeballs out and wins that race. And now this is a horse that's guaranteed to be in the gate for the Kentucky Derby. So Rock Your World is one that you definitely want to look to. Now, there's a couple of other horses that you may be able to catch right now, even before they hit their next race. A horse like Concert Tour is a good one because this is a horse that's racing later today in the Arkansas Derby. If you can catch the horse right now, you're going to get a better value only for the fact that if this horse runs real well in the Arkansas Derby, those odds are going to drop quite a bit so look at a horse like concert tour the other one you may want to look to is a horse by the name of highly motivated now highly motivated has 50 points so it's enough to get into the gate for the derby this was a horse that just ran second in the bluegrass and they last start out to a horse by the name of essential quality essential quality was the breeders cup juvenile winner last year and that horse was five for five on its career highly motivated battled this horse the entire way so if you can get that horse now And then you get a really good post draw for Kentucky Derby Day and a horse like Essential Quality gets buried on the inside. Your value is really going to be helped there, too. And just so we're all on the same page, when you say points, you are not talking about odds. Like highly motivated, I believe, is at 25 to one right now. Rocket World is at 31 to one or somewhere in that range. right? Sure. Still great odds on these horses. Yeah. When I'm mentioning the points, what it is is with the Derby points system. You earn points from races to get into the gate for the Kentucky Derby now. What it used to be was just based on horse earnings for races. And what they found was there was such a disparity in some of the races that for the purse money they offered that they kind of changed the way for the criteria, criteria to get into the gate for the Kentucky Derby. So that's what those points are. So when you look at kyderby.com, you'll see a list of total points that these horses have earned to possibly get into the gate. Anything 50 and above, you're automatically going to be a starter. Below that, you're still kind of looking to see if you can get in or not because some horses can still earn points. But that's kind of what I mean with the point total. Would you suggest getting a future down on the Derby before or after today's prep races? I would get that down before. And the reason I would get it down before is because after the prep races, you're going to have a few unknowns, but things are really going to change with those prep races. And, and the reason I say that is you're going to see a couple of horses in the prep races. Maybe a horse like Concert Tour runs really well, and that's a horse that could kind of drop the uh, favoritism a little bit on a couple of horses, maybe move a couple longer. But what happens is if you get that long shot that runs well in these two prep races in the Lexington and the Arkansas Derby, All of a sudden, some of those other horses may get boosted up a little bit because they're saying, hey, this horse that won this race, we really don't think has a shot in the Kentucky Derby. So you're going to lose a little bit bit of value on some of your other horses. Jim, do you like anything today? You know what? Looking at today's race, here's the one thing about Concert Tour in the Arkansas Derby. That horse is already good enough to get into the gate for the Kentucky Derby. So he doesn't have to win the Arkansas Derby and he's going to be three to five odds. The remaining of that field of six all need points to get in. So there's a horse by the name of Caddo River that you want to look to in the Arkansas Derby, who I think could be a little bit of a factor. And that horse, if they win, they're in. If they finish second, they're in. But that's the horse that needs to run big today. At Hawthorne Jim on Twitter, Jim Miller, on-air analyst over at Hawthorne Racecourse. Jim, let's talk next Saturday morning. All right, you got it. Thanks, Joe. 
Tough to find information like that with the Derby a month out. If you missed any of the last hour, a reminder that you can always use the Rewind feature on the Odyssey app or subscribe to the Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski podcast, which will be posted shortly or earlier this hour in Early Odds. Uh, we broke down today's Cubs and Sox matchups, how to bet the NFL draft, college basketball futures, and some Illinois sports betting news. Fresh sports betting angles and interviews five days a week on my podcast, BetQL Daily. Search BetQL Daily on the podcast catcher of your choice. Also live on the Odyssey app and the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. And now live on 105.9 FM, HD2 The Bet here in Chicago, weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon. Talk Monday on BetQL Daily. Inside the Clubhouse with Bruce Levine and David Haw is next. Enjoy the rest of the Masters with the Azaleas, Butler Cabin, a tradition unlike any other. Make winning bets a tradition unlike any other. Keep it locked here on 670 The Score. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.